Welcome to Urban Homestead Radio, preserving a homegrown way of life and inspiring others to bring the revolution home. Thanks to the support of our sponsor, Lehman's. For over 60 years, they've provided practical, non-electrical tools, appliances, and home goods. When technology fails, the products will certainly work. Check out their website at lehmans.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S.com. Hi, homesteaders. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Annie Sturvase from the Urban Homestead located in Pasadena, California. Coming, you, coming to you today on a wonderful rainy spring day. Um, there's a lot to say and I'm gonna to try, to, try to keep it short, but a lot has changed in the world um, since we last broadcast the podcast episode. And I hope all of you are doing well under the circumstances. For us, last week, the governor of California um, issued an order for us to stay at home, except to go out for essentials like groceries and other things. So I believe um, that it's now more important than ever that that you know that people can start a garden or reskill, and we're gonna look, maybe talk about that a little more. But um, I just wanted to give you a little recap. Our, for those of you who've been following us, our family's been homesteading in the city um, over the last 30 years, and given that circumstances, we've been somewhat buffered from things. Um, but we did, if uh, people are curious, did take a little hit as many of you did too. Uh, we lost our catering, catering and private chef clientele. And of course, with the stay at home order and no gatherings, we had to cancel our workshops and tours until further notice. Um, we are all adjusting to the new norm and trying to figure out how we can serve our community during these uncertain times. Thankfully, farming operations and the produce stands are um, under the new mandate are, uh, are allowed, so we're able to continue our CSA Farm Box program, so that's been a blessing. And speaking of blessings, it's after one of the driest uh, Februarys on record. We are blessed with a miracle march. If you can hear the rain in the background, uh, we've had about two weeks worth of rain almost, and that's been amazing, and the garden just exploded. Um, and we'll talk more about the garden in just a bit. But I wanted to tell people also that in the in the last couple of weeks we've been busy we started it or we grew from a 508 to a 501c3 nonprofit and we're proud to be carrying on the work of our late uh, father Jules Derves and continuing to serve the community in that way and so we've been working at um, electing our board members and coming up with the mission statement and the goals and the programs that are going to be serving our community and so we'll talk maybe more about that in another episode um, and we don't want to talk more you know, about the bad news and all that stuff that's going on, so we're going to kind of keep things positive. Um, and for me, what that, that means of is just keep, you know, life goes on here at the farm, so there's really no change. Yes, we're slightly changed. My brother posted a picture on Facebook like uh, it was um, another day at the office and it was pretty much the same. Uh, of course, we had to curtail a lot of things, especially with the interactions with the community, but pretty much it's the same thing. And growing up with Hippie Dad, we were aware of much of our lives about you know, climate or economic crisis, Y2K and so forth and so on. So when this started creeping up on us, we weren't panicked per se, but we, just, we started having to adjust. And so we're gonna talk, talk about that adjustment um, a little more. 
And um, then we're going to talk about after, we're going to talk about what, you know, we have for the future um, growing forward, especially during this time. So, like I said, if you can hear the rain, it's a nice uh, background noise, but um, I'm going to turn it over and start asking my brother questions. This is Justin Dervais. He's in charge of the uh, garden and farm box program. So tell us what's uh, been going on or growing on since we last talked. I know there's a lot. So. Uh, what's well, going on? It's been a while. Uh, I think we had a fall update or do we? Or it was winter update. I think winter it was a winter fall. update or fall. Oh, yeah, update. fall, but we published because we got so busy, we published in winter. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, it's been a, like my sister said, it's been a really dry uh, January and February, and we're blessed and fortunate to have a miracle march that sort of kind of evens us out. It's not exactly. It never does. It never does, but like my sister said, everything exploded overnight. and. It's like a jungle out there. And with the recent news and changes to the mandate and stuff like that, we've had to adapt on the fly. Uh, the stuff we've been growing for the caterers, the country club, and private chefs, and had the most return on investment in We're terms overnight. of <laughs> is you know we we say in two days, in two days <laughs> it is vaporized from oh we'll get back to you to. Uh, what do you say? Everything Crickets? Nothing? Everything's... <laughs> shut down. Shut down. So the edible flowers, the herbs, the garnishes, the African blue basil, the weird and wild, wild stuff that we've been growing to sell uh, for a markup, a pretty good markup, has the bottom dropped out of that. But uh, fortunately, the salad that we've been growing for the Country Club, 10, 15, 20 pounds a week, is now available to our CSA Farmbox program. And the interest in the CSA program uh, exploded at the same time as the demand, I mean, as yeah. the panic buying. Panic buying. <laughs> the grocery stores. And it was, they said the day-to-day -day operation of the farm really did not change. Um, who we sold the produce to changed mm -hmm. and what we could sell. So. Like we said, it's been cyclical with the produce and the flowers, where the flowers were, we couldn't give them away some years. And this looks like the year we can't give them away um, because of all the parties and weddings and graduations and Mother's Day and all this stuff yeah. that's been probably been canceled. Speaking of, and that sort of thing kind of was, I don't know, had uh, some people I've been talked to, they th you know, they thought, oh, this was the year. We kind of, kind of felt it. The one year. It was that the we year. Were all you know, get the, everything together. the edible flowers were growing beautiful. The the orders were coming in from the country clubs. People were having parties, and then all of a sudden, psh, you know, like I said, just disappeared. And it, you know, we it hurt. But then, you know, for me, realizing the implications of it's not just we lost a client and but people lost their jobs and so it's it's just going to trickle down well, and the so restaurant business is tough the mm -hmm. catering business is tough without any drama or without any hit mm -hmm. without on a smooth day it's tough yeah so if you talk about these small business owners mom and, and mom and pop restaurants and uh, our private chefs that live and the people that work for them which I feel sorry for was is where it's going to hurt. So speaking of which, Avenue 33 Farm, which we had on our podcast, they were growing for restaurants and what happened with them? They had, they ended up, uh, because the restaurants were closed, they ended up with, I believe, like a fridge full of uh, flower arrangements or mm -hmm. bouquets. And so they brought it by for the farm box and the farm box people were able to add it on to their 
account. Yeah, so absolutely. it's sort of um, the good news is there's produce out there. Mm-hmm. The there's plenty of produce out there. There's no shortage of produce out there, especially since most of uh, uh, many, including us, farms, rel- had clientels that were restaurants, caterers, private chefs, and now that produce is available. Yeah. So and so we were able to slowly sign some people up this week because now we have yeah. more produce. Yeah, so speaking of how we slowly signed up, we had to manage <laughs> it because all of a sudden calls started pouring in, emails started pouring in, and it was very tempting to say, okay, sign up, but we made the conscious decision we didn't want to grow unsustainably because we could have easily, what, tripled? No, quadrupled the orders, the far box orders to in that one week. People that were already signed up. That yeah, was we fun. wanted to keep our, our regular customer base happy. Mm-hmm. And there was plenty of greens and um, salad mix and herbs and flowers, but we like to mix it up with the farm boxes and bring in some other fruit that we can't grow or some uh, carrots that we can't grow and well, we sweet can. potatoes. We, well, don't, I mean, we, we just, don't devote some space to them. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> so we literally sold everything we had. I mean, uh, the refrigerators are turned off. There's nothing in them. Um, but we were, we joked that we were down to the last sweet potato because I buy from the farms and you have to estimate how many people are going to buy let's say 50 bunches of carrots or 50 pounds of sweet potatoes. So literally we were weighing, the interns were weighing sweet potatoes, literally by the pound mm-hmm. down to the ounce because we wanted to make sure everybody got enough. But the greens, it was fine because all we had to go out was go pick some more yeah. greens. But when things we can't grow, we have to make sure everybody was yeah. uh, happy, limited. So speaking of Farm Box Day, I, um, of course, we were gloved and masked to inter- interact with the customers because that's a different kind of protocol now. Um, even though we're... Uh, we've, always, we've always uh, kept, gloved, yes. gloved the um, But interacting packing, with but, the yeah. customer. So with that new thing of the safety uh, procedures uh, changing, some of the cu- customers, you know, were the first time they've been out in seven, ten days. So for them, this was a vital... Uh, way to get food than standing in line and, and well, they were so couple, appreciative. There was a couple emails that were pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, 78 year old uh, husband and wife, one with cancer and they can't go out of the house and mm-hmm. they're practically begging for um, food, food. Mm-hmm. and it's sad. We don't deliver so it was kind of tough and then we had, because we had the produce, we had some, we have a deadline to get in your order. But people kept adding things on and then texting or emailing said, can they, hey, uh, my uh, neighbor or friend can't get out of the house. Can we add a bunch of stuff to the order? And since we had it, Mm -hmm. um, we were able to add it. And I just, it took the whole, I mean, both days were uh, small. Yeah, so I was, and I I think I posted, I mean, I know I posted this on Facebook. We have a lot of musician friends and a lot of people in service and and, and industry industry, and service industry. And we know we just can't feel enough for for all those that are affected by this. And what's frustrating, I think, to us as the homestead, is, you know, and other maybe crises or or disasters, we could come together as a community and fundraise and have a concert or have a farm dinner. And what's frustrating, we can't do that. So for us, I think that that nervous energy when we're able to give the food 
community food through the CSA program, I think that's, I don't know, that relieves some of the tension or pressure to actually be feeling like we're actually doing something good and, and, and providing a service, because otherwise we feel helpless. What do you well, think? I mean, it is, it is a helpless feeling to be this way. Um, <clears throat> you know, people are lonely and, what is it? No two people can gather with three here, so, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sitting six feet away from you right now. Um, <laughs> No, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting place to be. Um, and absorbing I guess people's energies, it's it's a little hard to hear from um yeah, like my sister said, the service industry industry people. It's uh unfortunately, you know, there's like the million dollar corporations and all that and they're gonna get like government bailouts, but they're built on the backs of people who are like washing the floors and you know, the grocery store people. And there's so many memes on Facebook right now. It's yeah. like, uh, you know, America has finally found out that they the can live without, <laughs> they can live without all this, but they can't live without the farmers and the ranchers and the people actually serving them and getting the food so to them, the, the truckers. Heroes, yeah. And it's, I think it's finally brought to light that, um, I mean, I grew up this way and it was always like, hey, have your own self-sufficiency, things could go bad. You know, be survivalist. Uh, Dad always put the tools into our hands, and now it's almost kind of, in a humorous way for me, it's kind of like, oh wow, all right, there, yep, it's uh, it finally happened. All it's, that he had like prepared us for, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, for the last thirty something years, there was every it's cyclical with mm -hmm. the economic downturn. It was the dot com industry, or the housing. But bust. never seen this ever. This yeah, but is, it's it's funny that thou that not. But it's fun. I mean, we're saying it in a kind of ironic, ironically, that we've been doing this for so long that it's now back. What is it? A website? Some seed company's website crashed yeah. or something? Because yeah. everything and then the nurseries. Mm -hmm. Everyone's. It's a perfect time to start a garden. Mm -hmm. You know, especially this time of year. It's um, so we got in some seeds and some plants and getting a head start on. Spring. Well, like people are saying, oh, how are you doing? It's like, well. We've been doing what we've been doing for the last 30 years. So, yeah, there's some financial impact. We're not going to deny that. But we are okay. Mm -hmm. We will eat. And we're supplying our family. And we're supplying people. And, and it's almost like the blip, I guess, like you're going along a line. There's some people, they fall farther. Ours was like a little, a little bit like a little. Speed bump. A speed, yeah, we, we fell. But it's like, meep, you mm -hmm. know. And I'm not putting it lightly. But it's it's just... It's a very interesting position to be in, um, I guess maybe me, because I grew up this way practically my whole life. And just to say, look at your life and go, oh, wow, <laughs> this is, this is uh, why, why we, not why we did it, but it was just like, we did this and it's, I guess 30 years has been proven to be sustainable, I guess that's what I, I guess in a way. Yeah, so speaking of what's sustainable, what could some people do right now? So I think in this perfect time, a lot of, there's a lot of time to be at home. Well, so we would learning. say come together, but that ain't happening. No. So, <laughs> so reskilling. So reskilling. So uh, I hope everybody's uh, learning some stuff, new skill online, uh, music, trying a new recipe, hopefully starting some uh, seeds. Or well, just realizing a kind of a little bit of a different way, like um, you know that you don't really need to have those distractions. I think people are now craving human inter interaction. So mm -hmm. I guess you know. To embrace that and to embrace a new way of looking at life and it was just, and how you find your entertainment. Yeah, when we went, we take 
usually take the Marley for a walk on Saturday. The dog. Marley is our dog. Marley, our dog, to the walk in the Arroyo on Saturday, and there was like everybody walking everybody was out there riding bikes families walking and it's like hey this is actually kind of nice and this is should continue so yeah it's almost like we went back to the 50s six feet apart it was almost like we took took like time flashback to the 50s you know when they do those movies flashback that's what it felt like people are talking to their neighbors with so many people walking by saying hi hi and it's like oh you're a neighbor and you're here well yeah i don't know if it's pasadena but when i had to go to my quote i call it normal grocery shopping where it's just a couple items i didn't get that sense of crazy you know other you know i see things online i try to avoid the news but um it was pretty calm here in pasadena everybody was cordial well we do go at the later times they do have lines in the morning we we just don't we don't need to do the rush but it seemed i'm just lost a sense it didn't seem so panicky well that's for my thing because we go to um, there's a nearby store around the corner where we buy the canning jars mm-hmm. and packing boxes for the produce and stuff like that. It was interesting to see there because it's so local and I don't really I just buy like for the week for the jars mm-hmm. or the for the jam or the sugar organic sugar and it was interesting to see how it started. When the news came, it was like, okay, there's a lot of people in the store, and then they had to open up all the checkouts, and then, but everything was shelved. Then the next day, I had to go back and get some more, uh, figure what it was, but then it was like, everybody was there, and the shores were, the store was empty, the shelves were empty, and it was like, okay, some people got the message that something was happening, or panic buying, or hoarding, and we, I was just there buying, you know, my usual cat food and clamshells, mm-hmm. you know, which was, uh, and chocolate, no, <laughs> life yeah. essentials. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's what you're going to talk about first in your life. I think that's a first, I mean, well, they, I think they say that's the first time I've ever since seen. Since like 1918, and, mm-hmm. and I mean, it is, it is documented. This is the first time a lot of this well, has then, happened. Well, the sports world, the NBA, NFL, mm-hmm. NCAA, they mm-hmm. all shut down, mm-hmm. and that was in itself was um, unprecedented yeah, yeah so i'm trying to hold on to the hope that something positive i mean okay let's say everything you know i think we'll shelter in place for at least what april 19th yeah so this is what we're, we're going to tell everybody that we're our it was it march what is it 22nd march 22nd so we're at march or 24th 20- i have no but idea the mandate <laughs> came down three days ago so. right i'm just saying if when this published it might be published so we're speaking to you from, uh, from march 22nd there we go sunday march 22nd <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I believe it's going to be shelter in place until April 19th. That is, they said 30 days. They will change okay. according to uh, whatever happens. Um, I do try to hold on to hope that uh, people will come out of it with a new awareness, a new um, understanding of uh, the need for people to come together, society to come together, and... Um, Build a new build a new system. I just uh, yeah deal. I mean we're we're in a whole new world. I mean yeah. we're new. We're in, it's unprecedented. It's basically un- yeah hit pause. Right. What I think we got and then we can reset. And I guess it kind of is a little unsettling to realize how I'm not I'm not being a critical person, but it's just like how how little people were prepared for something to happen, and so maybe that is you know they come out of it with better skills of you know we do live in earthquake country so. You yeah. know, you it just be a little bit aware that in two days, I mean, I remember sitting there, I remember the two days of just sitting there and just watching 
the cascading effect of everything shutting down. It was like, uh, it was <laughs> indescribable. Yeah. And I guess I hope I hope at least you know my generation, the younger generation, remembers this and comes out of it uh, stronger and better for it. I don't well, know. It's surreal. Yeah. Yeah. It's like surreal. Because like the, school, the school next door is closed. The um, restaurants are closed, and you're just sitting around like. Wow. We don't know what the government's going to do with own economy and all that, but as a personal level, people I hope have something different. So that yeah, speaking of this is Jordan. So didn't introduce <laughs> her, but this is Jordan. So Jordan and I have been working on um, speaking of skills, and it's going to be now. I'm the younger sister, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> now more than ever, like I don't know if it's perfect timing, but we we got the nonprofit papers. Not perfect we got timing. Our, it just we were knew we had to go to the next. Right, next level. We have our IRS statement. We're working on the, the new website and the program to accept. Um, we're looking at getting grants and funding for these programs. And the programs that we're going to be focusing on um, are the are the educational programs, the Skillshare programs. And so, speaking of Skillshare, I think, you know, when we come out of this, we the skills are going to be. A big thing, and we hope to be able right. to provide the community well, with the skills. It is. It is. We are. It is all hope with the nonprofit because, um, you know, we give our time, and people would pay like class fees. But we're hoping with the nonprofit that we can actually bring Underwrite. it, mm -hmm. un get it underwritten, and um, actually provide skills to everyone um, and education Little to everyone. No with to, to little or no costs and so yeah to them so that's why we decided because the farm supports the farm and but for us to give our time and energy and effort it was kind of a little bit of a financial strain on at least my sister and myself um, so by progressing into the nonprofit we're hoping that it would be um, more accessible to those of you that don't have the money to afford the classes because we knew our classes were mm -hmm. they were good they were well priced but they were there was a price on them yeah, so, so uh, hopefully um, you know well we did that right before all this happened mm -hmm. and so <laughs> it's kind of like okay well so, we don't know we're hanging on for the yeah. ride and we'll see what happens so in the interim uh, we're going to bite the bullet uh, as many of, some of you know sort of shy on camera but we're gonna try to maybe live stream some things for you maybe a podcast episode or two to see life here on the homestead um going on growing forward and uh you know still enjoying life still enjoying the beauty the garden looks amazing hopefully you're following us on instagram and facebook i've been posting a lot of photos of the beauty that surrounds us uh day to day and we'll be upgrading our website too. Um, Jordan's in charge of that. <laughs> in between everything else, in between drinking massive bouts of coffee. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so and and like I said, the programs that we're going to do with the nonprofit hopefully um, bring uh, back the animals and some sort of uh, well, not farm. bring back the animals. We or, always had chickens yeah, and ducks, but bring but, back uh, some goats. And when the goats passed away, we did not replace them, um, and just to kind of expand on. Animal impact, uh, not animal impact, but we got the goats and they were great and we had them for 13 years, but actually uh, sustainably integrate them into the homestead um, with, the with things the that we've learned, yeah. yeah, with the program and things Education. that I have learned and providing uh, um, a better environment for um, Yeah, so like especially goats. for the mm -hmm. kids. We have so many kids mm -hmm. coming by. Well, of course not now, but <laughs> with, the with the school programs, we want to bring that, you know, they can cuddle a chicken and 
Pedago, and um, hopefully, like I said, all that will be on our website um, in the next coming months. But in the meantime, um, let's see, like what can thank, people do? What well, can people first of all, I'd like to thank our uh, supporters, the our CSA Farm Boxes, people who also have donated mm -hmm. to, to keep uh, us going in this uh, time of trials, and mm -hmm. we really appreciate the, everybody's uh, feedback, especially their it's really nice to hear from the, the emails emails that come in and says oh how much the farm and the art the community means to them and how they're able to get local fresh organic produce um, and By I think people now more than ever appreciate it and uh, even though it's we've been here for so long they more and more people are finding out about us or rediscovering us yeah so like that guy I posted on Facebook he found us what 10 years ago saw the homegrown revolution well, I mean, not only do we provide food and everything we you know we're, we're a face we ask people how their lives are and you know we're not just a grocery store yeah we so, said in 2007 2008 as the markets crashed that was a dot com mm -hmm. 2007, so this is a quote from this yeah guy. that was like the, the this, housing uh, market crash then. gentleman from Utah he lost his job due to the economic crisis I remember worrying about a lot where my job or my food would come from. It was at this time I found a video of Jules Derby's and his family growing their food near the freeway in Pasadena. My mind and heart were blown. Exclamation point, exclamation point, caps, caps, caps. <laughs> this was so inspired, this one video changed my life and led me down the path to growing food. So for that video, it is still available online for free. It's called Homegrown Revolution. It's on YouTube. It was featured on Oprah in 2009 for her Earth Day special, and it's gone around the world to win many awards. And so, if you haven't already seen it, I really, um, you know, suggest you go check it out and uh, hopefully inspire you to grow your own food. So, what they let's say we have a little bit of time. What we're in March, so what can people grow right now? Basically everything. everything. <laughs> yeah, it, it's in uh, California. At least. In California, it it's Some a good time. time to grow um, almost everything now. Mm -hmm. It's probably the last month or two for some of the brassicas and the cold, colder weather crops, especially I mean, you, in Southern California. We planted California. peas. This is probably the last month for peas. Well, yeah. California. Southern California. And we planted, <laughs> I mean, now we're planting two or three hundred tomatoes and seed starting two or three hundred tomatoes peppers. and beans and squash and peppers. So we're, we're tra transitioning. It's uh, potting up, doing the soil blocks and get them up to size and then we'll transfer them into the garden. Um, hopefully in April, April and May, depending on the seasons, how it goes. Um, so I think. Yeah, and um, but what start can small, do? plant everything, <laughs> or well, what you eat, especially. Yeah. If you don't eat it, don't grow it. But, I mean, but people, you know what people are doing. You know what can they do? They're doing it because they're having to do it. So they're having well, to I mean, cook at home. They're, they're having to, and so it's great to see people try new recipes and stuff. So. You know what? Keep doing what you're doing. How about that? Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, um, and just uh, and uh, tell us maybe reach out. Tell us how you're doing. Uh, if we haven't heard from you in a while, um, with the life and time of Corona. Life in the time of coronavirus. Yeah, coronavirus Great for us. The other one. But. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. For us, uh, we're going to be looking at serving our community with the CSA farm boxes, and, and hopefully uh, through the nonprofit after this is all after done. After this is all done, so. Um, and with the rains, we, you know, God willing, we have a beautiful summer garden and are able to, to provide food for our family and the community continuing that. And, uh, and we'll hope to give you maybe uh, more, more uh, 
I guess more frequent. updates. Everything frequent. changes day by day. Hopefully, frequent uh, podcasts. And like I said, we'll we'll bait the bullet and maybe do some day. live live videos uh, from um, Facebook and maybe take your questions and try to interact with you that way because, like I said, we lost that face-to-face -face with the community and and uh, we feel that it's important now more than ever to share what we've learned over the last 30 years and um, share with you uh, what we learned and and um, to grow forward and figure out, <laughs> figure out. Pretty much know, at loss of what's uh, happening, yeah. so. <laughs> I just like, how you doing? I'm just like, oh, I, I don't know. know. How to say how to start. Just, wow. So, um, yeah, so if you haven't already, please check us out on Facebook at it's uh, Facebook slash Urban Homestead. We're on Instagram at slash um, The Urban Homestead. Of course, our website, it hasn't been updated in a while, but um, like I said, I just recommend the social media. You can, and there's still stuff on YouTube, there's videos, and things like episodes, that. Episodes, podcast episodes. Yes, and our podcast episodes were at probably, well, 80 something. So, Tune into the back uh, back episodes, and more relevant now. More than relevant it. now than ever. And um, yeah, I was telling Justin we'll do some short videos, maybe him starting seeds and doing oyas because we to can't. To which he kind of glared at us, because <laughs> we can't do tours anymore. So <laughs> no, we're just no, gonna I'm stick just a easy. camera in front of you. No, and say, no, we yeah. we don't do well we in front of cameras. Camera. And the pain look on your face. Just excuse <laughs> the look of pain. We're actually okay. Um, we just, when you stick a camera in front of us, we're just we like, freeze. what are you doing? Why do you have this camera there? Yeah. We're actually, surprisingly, despite all the media, we still hate cameras. So um, just excuse the kind of awkward weirdness. Yeah, and if you have questions, maybe well, you should start shooting us some emails uh, with your questions so maybe we can address them on future podcasts or live streaming episodes. Anything else you guys no. want to say before we... <laughs> Sign off and hopefully be well, be safe, and keep on uh, keep, keep on, on growing. Keep on. And uh, we're here for you guys, and hopefully uh, we will all come together soon. Yeah, I guess, I guess um, ditto that, copy that. <laughs> and uh, yes, and prayers out to go to everybody. I mean, uh, they say social so. distancing is more physical distancing. It's not social. It's uh, you know we still have ways to connect with each other yeah. and make sure everyone around you is okay. Yeah. Um, people are really struggling um, in all little circle of friends that are just like within oh, our hit. space yeah. you could just see them just struggle mentally and emotionally and you just had to like hey you okay yeah. so just I uh, you know sometimes you can't give hugs or whatever Virtual but just hug. just like hey Air you okay hug. you know reach out <laughs> to those you might worry about and just um, you know didn't not a lot of contact with a lot of people, but in the few people I had contact with, just because yeah. they're in my vicinity, you could just see. And of you could see, yeah, you could see it. You could see it. It was really bad, and people are struggling with a whole new world that were presented, particularly so, the young, the young, the young. I mean, old people are at risk, but the young people are being faced. My age generation is being faced with a whole new world that yeah. we don't know how to prepare for I mean you know besides sustainably but yeah so the so economic economic ripples economic yeah. ripples are gonna be months years yeah so uh, speaking <coughs> of which let's end it um, what's <clears throat> the that guy in Utah he quoted that and we'll maybe end with that fame the quote that everybody course, likes. has completely changed right <laughs> all gone Jane Austen <laughs> okay so um, so the the guy in Utah <laughs> quoted again um, after his his shout concluded out. yeah his shout out to us on facebook and this is again more relevant than ever 
in our society, growing food yourself is, has become the most radical acts. It is truly the only effective protest, one that can and will overturn the corporate powers that be. By the process of working in harmony with nature, we do the one thing most essential to change the world. We change ourselves. And that's a quote from our dad, Jules Gervais, that's who- more true now than ever. ever. So we hope you take that. And let's just start a homegrown revolution. We're all stuck at home right now, so <laughs> let's, let's just do it. So, to homegrown Amen. revolution. Amen to that. Yeah. You all take care of yourself. We love to hear your feedback or questions. Visit us at urbanhomestead.org to check out what's happening on the homestead. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And until next time, keep on growing.